Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, fall is here and it is officially Wabbit season. We break down the latest clues in the hunt for the white rabbit. Plus, Sami Zayn gets invited to the cookout, Soraya turns the page to AEW, and how extreme can extreme rules really get? So I guess, folks, we're going to hop into the mystery machine once again because there's still more clues in this mystery of the white rabbit and we're going to try to solve it all this week here on Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 310, the honorary use, exclusively on WrestleMania Radio, and it starts right now. Oh, I paid rent today. It was the worst in the world. Really? It's the 28th. Yeah. I pay rent now? Well, no, I'm paying it in advance because I get paid tomorrow. Oh. So, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm messing with my own financial system and everything like that. And plus, I haven't cashed checks from Trivia Night in like two months. Anyway, folks, what is going on? This is King's Rings Podcast. I pay rent on Monday. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Anyway, what's going on, folks? It's King's Rings Podcast, episode number 310. The honorary use. I, also, I of course, am the King Kahuna here. King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T and the K Murphy. K is back. And you're no longer I'm sick, back. I'm assuming. Well... I wasn't sick. I, I blew out my voice at the My Chemical Romance concert because I found pure enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't pot. I physically couldn't podcast. Kay found their Nirvana. Well, we're happy to have you back, Kay. And of course, as always, Willie T. Will, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. A lot going on in my life. But what else is new? It's me. It's me. It's Willie T. Total. I did total my first car. That did happen. That yeah, rough. you did. I learned that on. Totally, totally involved. Totally my. Learned part. that on. Learned that on the show when I was a guest on. Finally. That's true. It did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a lot of- yeah, so it is the honorary Oos episode. All of you guys are honorary Ooses tonight. All of you guys that are watching us right now live on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube at Kings of the Rings Podcast or at KOTR underscore podcast, as well as on the official Wrestle Addict Radio YouTube page. Thank you guys for joining. Please like, share, and subscribe. And also click those notifications so you know when there's going to be a new video up, a new clip, or when we go live next. So you can be the first ones to join in and be a part of a conversation each day. And every week. So thank you guys for all joining us. The links to all of our fun stuff and all of our other goodies, like our other social media, and the links to our merch are in the description quite below. So, Kay, I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but um, there is a white rabbit afoot. Uh I mean, they were booing Rey Mysterio. Who boos Rey Mysterio? That is also a problem as as well. We're booing (laughs) Rey Mysterio. Yeah, man. He's a bad father. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's not the father. That's why. <laughs> Ricky, I had, I had that background of Dom and Rhea on my computer for four days before I finally took it off. I went, I went back. To, I went back to this slideshow, and it came up the other day again, and I laughed so hard. That picture still gets me, man. It's a great picture. Okay, have you seen this uh, this Dom and Rhea oh, yes. picture? Oh. Oh yeah. What what was what was she whispering to him? And tell me why it's. <laughs> he's calling him Poppy in his ear, and he's living for it. Is did anybody tell Buddy about this? I don't well, have a Paul Walker moment. Stop it. If, well, if Buddy shows up on WWE, we know why. Fair, fair. I mean, honestly, what a triangle that is. I mean, you have Buddy. 
who went after Aaliyah, who is now messing around in real life with Rhea, who might also be pegging Dom. I think that's a great story. (sighs) We should explore it. Honestly, I want to see it happen as well. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see Rhea pegged peg No, no, I want to. I want to see the story. I want to see that bigger story unfold. Like, that's a love. What is it? A love quadrangle? A rectangle or a square? Quadrangle. So the, that all, that all that all makes sense because quad just means four. So rectangle and square would be quadrangles. Things I learned from geometry way back in ninth grade. Something like that, squared. But anyway, folks, we can talk about Dom in that picture for the entire time. However, we have a mystery to solve. And now, Kay, you probably have been following on social media or at some point. WWE's been leaving QR codes to some random shit going on everywhere. Yeah. And it's now been called The White Rabbit. They've been playing the song called The White Rabbit during commercial breaks, during their live events. Like the Jefferson, the Jefferson Yeah, thing. yeah. Yes. During their li- oh, in, during their live events and during commercial breaks of television shows. So the last time we were here, there was a White Rabbit QR code that showed up in an Austin Theory backstage segment. Um, and it led to said, who killed the world? And it said, you did a little play the hangman thing. There was a White Rabbit there. Then it had the numbers of 923 um, sh- showing up. Friday. 923 was Friday on SmackDown. So SmackDown was like, there's going to be some giant reveal. There wasn't a giant reveal. There was just another... Really quick QR code in the middle of the Hit Row and Street Profits uh, segment in the party and backstage. It showed up behind Montez Ford, I believe. That um, that QR code was for coordinates. The specific coordinates that were given were coordinates to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is the location of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Not only did they reveal the coordinates on the White Rabbit... Showing up to you first right here, on people's cars outside of the venue were White Rabbit flyers and the coordinates from the QR code. That's wild. Okay. What amazing attention to do. <laughs> okay, so that shows up. There is more, so we show up on Monday. Okay, right, there's another, there's another QR code. Shows up. It's a it's a TikTokish it's a TikTokish video, and it says "Who kills the world?" You did. It's a bunch of old clips that showed up um, that they just piecemealed together to say "Who killed the world?" You did from old WWE footage. On top of during that uh, during that video were coordinates, and the coordinates led to this picture right here. This is a real life thing that actually happened. It was made by some artists. It's the coordinates are to. This bunny sculpture, okay, this bunny sculpture is based in Italy, okay? It's actually decomposed. It was made in, like, 2016. It's decomposed. Can I make a guess? What's up? I know who it is. I know who it is. No. Santino Morella. (laughs) Could you you imagine? Son of Cobra, (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) It's Italy. Italy. There's more to this, Okay. Someone saw the location of the bunny, and if you actually put it up there, the address of where this bunny is located is 12083 Fabrasa uh, Sotana in Italy. I hope I said that right. Here's an interesting thing. 12083 is also the zip code for Greenville, New York. Right next to Greenville, New York, less than 15 miles away, is a place called East Windham. 
Oh my Wyndham. god! <laughs> yes. Okay. There's more. I really hope it's not Wyndham. Okay. There's more. If you actually put this on Google Maps, it shows the outline of where the bunny is, and then a little bit, a little bit further south from where the bunny is, is a place called Let Me In. I shit you. Hey, if you go on Google Google satellite or whatever, it's just Vince McMahon going like this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so there's a let me in. And so that was the coordinates in the video. And also in the video was the number 40701. If you look that up in a zip code, it is the address to Corbin, Kentucky. Right next to Corbin, Kentucky is called something called Devil's Creek and Devil's Creek Road. Okay. Baron Corbin? No, 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 no. Is that who it is? It's Baron Corbin? No, so de- He's Bunny Corbin? Can you imagine? Bunny Corbin? Hoppy Corbin? <laughs> Hoppy Corbin. Hip Hop Corbin, yes, okay. So here's, there's... And he just dresses as the Easter Bunny? So there's more Ooh. to this. So Devil's Creek Road, and Devil's Creek was also made into a book. It's kind of based on factual events. But here's an excerpt from the book called Devil's Creek, which was written by some guy named Todd something. Anywho, it says about 15 miles west of Stafford, Kentucky lies Devil's Creek. According to the local legend, there used to be a church out there home to the Lord's Church of Holy Voices, a death cult where Jacob Masters preached the gospel of a nameless God. And like most legends, there's truth behind buried among the roots and bones. In 1983, the church burned to the ground following a mass suicide. Among the survivors were Jacob's six children and their grandparents who banded together to defy their former minister. Dubbed the Stafford Six, these children grew up amid scrutiny and ridicule, but their but their infamy has faded over the last 30 years. Never ordeal is all but forgotten, but Jacob Masters is nothing more than a scary story told around campfires. For Jack Tremley, one of the six, memories of that fateful night have fueled a successful art career and a lifetime of nightmares. When his grandmother, Emojean, dies, Jack returns to Stafford to settle her estate. What he finds waiting for him are secrets Emojean kept in his youth, secrets about his father and the church, secrets that can no longer stay buried. So that is an excerpt about what Devil's Creek is. So this continues on. Jesus, there's more? There is more to this whole Devil's Creek um, and to the whole Bray thing. So someone on Twitter put together a whole list of White Rabbit clues that they could find out at the time. And I'm going to read them for you. It's 13 of them. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Someone needs, someone, needs, someone needs to get themselves a girl. No, but this is this is interesting stuff for me. For me, this is one of the most compelling things that WWE has done in a very, very, very long time. It's pretty cool. A little overkill, but cool. So, so, so get this. They're also selling White Rabbit merchandise now as well. Um, so it says, number one, here's the clues that they think it might lead to Bray Wyatt. On July 4th, Bray tweeted, Bray tweeted on Twitter asking if anyone knew anything about self-Arkansas self-Arkansas, and if anyone local could navigate to the Devil's Hole. Info found was a page on was a page on undergroundozarks.com. The page form has an admin by the name of White Rabbit. In the first QR code, we can see the White Rabbit jump to select letters to play Hangman. First five letters the rabbit spelled was Demon. Could reference to the Devil's Hole or the Fiend. Or could also be Demon Finn. Uh, number three, the question in that first QR code hangman game was who killed the world. The answer to this was you did. And in July 15th, 2015, 
uh, uploaded an interview where Michael Cole was interviewing Bray Wyatt. In that interview, Bray said, I did not make the world the way it is. You did. Number four, the font style in the answer to the question you did match the font style that was used for Wyatt's shirts. While White Rabbit is played for the live audience, the area is dark with red lights like the old Fiend entrance. In Bray's Twitter bio, it says he who opens the door below, matching the rabbit hole that leads down. Bray's Instagram pic has the same checkered pattern as the video from the QR codes and is upside down as it is in the film Alice in Wonderland as Alice Falls. Um, in the poster for Extreme Rules, this is an interesting one, in the matchup poster where it shows who's fighting who, people are alleging that Bray's lantern and fireflies are in the background. That is an interesting one. You have to look on Twitter for that one. Um, in an episode of the Firefly Funhouse in October of 2020, Bray was dressed as the Mad Hatter while Alexa Bliss wore a black wore a black and, and witch checkered dress making references to Alice in Wonderland. In another QR code that the, rap, the rabbit hops through the door and the word patricide appears. The word patricide means the killing of one's father. In an old FCW promo, Bray speaks of killing his father. In the QR code on Raw from this past Monday, it starts the same way Bray's WrestleMania match started with John Cena for the Firefly Funhouse match, which I'll have to look back at the WrestleMania to figure it out. How do these people remember all this? Did shit? a lot of research. Um, in the same QR code from Raw, also showed the number four zero seven zero one. That is zip code for Corbin, Kentucky. When you Google the zip code, it also shows hotels near there, which is the Baymont by Wyndham, like his real name, Wyndham. Also, Corbin, Kentucky, was also location when in January of twenty twenty, the Fiend beat the Miz to defend the Universal Title. And the last one that we have here. On YouTube, there is an account called White Rabbit Records that is 15 years old. On the account, it has the music video of White Rabbit, which was uploaded 15 years ago. Just this week, a second video was posted to that account with the number 04062. The number is the zip code to Wyndham, Maine. That's really weird. I hope it's not Bray Wyatt. Well, here's the catch about this as well. The Mad Hatter himself, I'll call him Triple H, has gone on record and said, there is somebody else, there's somebody that's going to be revealed that no one's talking about. At all. So it may not be Bray. It, may not, it, it could be a whole slew of people. Who the fuck knows? But also, get this... When the QR code in the video came up on Monday on Raw, somebody looked at the coding of the website. And within the coding of the website were the words, no man is ever truly good, no man is ever truly evil. The opening lyrics to Aleister Black's Root of All Evil song when he was in NXT. One of the best, one of the best entrances. So with all of that being said... Could it be Bray? Could it be Alistair? Could it be both of them? Alistair apparently has gone on record and denied that, like, his release, that he'll probably be back in AEW. Yeah, sure. You know, Fretz thinks Alistair is a red herring. In the- Alistair could be red herring. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would be both and just call themselves the litter. No. Like, is that what you call baby rabbits like, together a litter? I don't believe so. 
I don't know, actually. I don't know. Like this, what, what's, what's a litter, then? A litter is like a, a group of some kind of babies. Dogs? Cats? Litter of cats. Taquan, let me know. <laughs> Taquan will find out. <laughs> Guy knows Do some homework, Taquan. Find out what a litter comes from. Yeah, dude, thanks, Taquan. This guy needs some... Whoever put that list together needs some pussy. Like Taquan oh. does. He gets all the pussy I don't in college. Think he he's, the he's, of he's, with, he's with us on Wednesday nights. <laughs> also a Wednesday. Who gets, who gets late on really? Wednesdays? Wing night. Um, I used to... Wing night. Wing night was my favorite night yeah. of the week when Come I was on. drinking. Was that social? Yeah. Did you, did you not go to wing night? Wing night? All right. I didn't go to wing wow. night. That was before my Wait, time. Let me, all right, let me put you on wing night real quick. Wing night at the Miller Place Napper Tandy's, now called Recipe 7. You pay $13 and you get you are given a wristband and a solo cup. That solo cup is filled with beer from 8 to 10 o'clock. It does not get close to empty. And they just, they provide you with unlimited wings. You pick teriyaki your buffalo and they just keep the wings coming. God, I wish I went to wing night. Yeah, you do. Because social was legit 21 and up. Yes, I remember it was. That. We were very strict on that. So... Even if uh, I think it was, I think it closed after my freshman year, and I couldn't Sounds go right. regardless. Yeah, but but what like wing night after wing night? So after ten o'clock is just it would they would do it was always two for five Miller lights, and some nights it was free Jello shots. God damn! No one to place one out of business. No, no it, it went out of business candies. for a couple of other reasons. I'll I'll talk about it later. I'm talking about a different place. Wait, hold on. There's hold on. Before we start anything, we have been. I need to find out if it's legit. I'm probably not, but there's somebody on our on our YouTube commenting, uh, going by the name of Jim Cornette. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. What's up? What's, what's up, up corny? corny? You bastard! You run the dirt sheets. Ah. Uh, uh. Yeah, we do, baby. I'll tell Disco we said what's up. <laughs> Seriously. Fucking asshole. Piece of shit. <laughs> I, like, I like Disco, but Corny, you yeah. suck, bro. So. I hope, I hope you and Russo kiss. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? Um, But no. So, dude, I mean, a lot of signs point to Bray, but could it, could. Litter is correct. Thank you, Taquan. All right. <laughs> A lot of signs point to me, but could it be somebody else, or could it be a group of people? I would have honestly, dude. WWE's kind of going with the buddy system lately, and I'm kind of about it. You said buddy system. The buddy system, like you know, everyone has got a buddy. And AEW had the buddy system for a long mm-hmm. time. I loved our buddy system. Yes. A lot of people are teaming up um, in WWE as well. Like I love the honorary Oost thing. I mean, I think Bray's the obvious choice, but I mean. Who else could it be? Who's not on TV? Like this, who needs another spooky gimmick? Um. Do we think it's like? Do we think it's like a return? Return? Like return to the company? Or is who's injured? It's Nia Jax. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> what if? All right. It's Nia Jax. It's Nia Jax and the Velveteen Dream, the Velveteen Rabbit. Uh. No. That's yeah. That's that, that's, a that. that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. EC3, turn it down. He's trying to control his narrative. <laughs> EC3 is the only one left in that uh, narrative. That's what I mean. That's a good joke, Ricky. Thank you. I mean, who else could it be? Besides, I mean, I like I I like the fact that it could be Alistair. Uh, it would kind of make sense, and it could also be the reason why they would be dragging it out if Alistair has to wait some time. Yeah. 
to come back. I don't. I doubt. I doubt Alistair will legally be able to go on the show. That's my only concern. With like Alistair would be really cool. I would love to see it. I personally think Alistair would be better than Bray, even though Bray would be a good swerve. But the guy, as far as we know, is still under release on a contract at AEW. Now it's rumored that he asked for his release, which TK may have grant granted. But I doubt he would have let him go without like a non compete for WWE. I was going to ask, do you think time. that their standard contracts include non compete clauses? Yeah. I mean, TK's a terrible businessman, so anything's <laughs> possible. Like the guy is just not run a business, and he's not a good leader, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I honestly have no idea. I, if he's smart, I'd be like, listen, I'll let you go, but you can't wrestle for another promotion for the remainder of your contract. What if it's just a non compete for WWE? Or for WWE, because he has his contract currently. I think he can compete for other promotions. I think that's in just, everybody's contract for AW. Yeah, like they 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 are contracted, but they are also independent contractors to go elsewhere. Yeah. Except probably except for WWE, which is probably more in WWE's end than their <laughs> end. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very very true. Um, but I I know besides Alistair Bray, I mean Corbin hasn't shown up in a while. Last time we saw Corbin. He was being picked up in a limo that looked like JBL's limo. So where has he been? Mm. Um, Zelina Vega hasn't been around in a very, very long time. Um, I don't think it's her. Which also fused the Alistair stuff. It's clearly Heath Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, if it was Heath, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be... Dude. It's, jo- it's John Cena's heel turn. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine? That. That. <laughs> that. That would be amazing. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? It's Hulk Hogan again. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no. It, he just comes hopping no, no, up to the it's, ring it's, in a polo it's stick. It's Mr. America Hulk Hogan. Hopping. Mr. America Hulk yeah. Hogan. Remember that? When he came out as Mr. America, he was suspended? Yeah. How, do you, how can you forget? Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Honestly, too late now, but I think Paige would have been a really good person. Paige is the white rabbit? Are you yeah, basing I mean, that she's because pale she's pale? pale. Yes. <laughs> this is my den! Or whatever, whatever rabbit rabbits live in. Maybe it's a caller from UK. They all went to NXT. Yeah. I know. But I'm seeing, is there anyone that might have been brought back? No, Ilya Dragunov already came back, and he is in the NXT title scene. Oh. So, anyway, folks, it remains a mystery. It's going to continue on into um, into SmackDown, and who knows when it's going to end. It might end at Extreme Rules. It might not. There's a lot going on. In the Yo, world. this Extreme Rules card. Oh, we're going to talk. Don't you don't, hold the hold I'm hold the phone the on dark. that? Okay. Holding. Hold, hold the phone on that. We're gonna we're gonna get to how Extreme Extreme Rules has fucking gotten because it is. Absolutely passing. Before we get to that, Paige is back, kind of, maybe. We don't know. Yeah, interesting. Can I, can I say something controversial yet brave? Sure. Please. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, that's, that's not, not controversial. That's not controversial or brave. Or brave. That's fact. <laughs> it's like it's 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 okay to be disappointed, Kay, because I think I can speak for Ricky. We're pretty disappointed. Yeah, I think our reaction I think our reaction on the show last week was pretty like, really? It was- yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Like, you I don't like, trace the charge, right? <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go to fucking Grand Slam. It, 
was a good show. It was decent. I enjoyed, I enjoyed I, the show. I enjoyed it, but like Meltzer gave the main really... event. Meltzer gave the side kid to cut you off, but Meltzer gave the main event five and a half stars. The main event was incredible. Like it was one of my favorite matches in like a long time, but. I didn't give a fuck if I was there in person, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. there's, like, there's some shows where I'd be like, oh, that damn, that sucks that I missed it. No. Did not care. And it was so close to my, it's so close to my house. Yeah. My friend from work went, and she said it was incredible. Um, and she also has a, they, they go with a friend who's handicapped. They have the handicap seats. Oh, so much more space. They get, they get so much yeah. room. I was like... Man, it sucks your friend is in a wheelchair, but it's awesome you get the space. Yeah. So they, she said the card was incredible. Rampage was awesome. Like, the show didn't get until 1 in the morning. Um, yeah, that's why I'm glad I didn't go. I just yeah. wish that they had made it something outside of a dynamite. Like, if you're going to run this every single year... Make it a pay-per-view, man. Yeah, make, it a, make it something worth going to you for. It's a, it's a unique... I said this last week, but it's a unique enough setup that no one's ever done before. I've never seen wrestling in a tennis stadium. It's a great venue. Yeah. It it's so a, much fun. The sound bounces off. It's very loud well, I think in there. it has to be because, you um, know, tennis is not a loud sport, so you kind of have to, like, yeah. make the acoustics worthwhile. Yeah. The acoustics were phenomenal. I hope that Arthur Ashe was better staffed this year because when we went, it was, it was. apparently there. apparently it was. There was better merch was better, food was better, lines were better, it's more organized. That's they what probably I heard. figured it out because that was probably the first yeah. wrestling event ever in the stadium. Yeah, and like we don't know what to do. Yeah. But Soraya's showing up. I don't even know if she's cleared. I heard from someone that she's not cleared yet. If she, let me see. If she's. Could you imagine if she's just a manager? Like, how stupid would that be? If she's not cleared, um, it makes sense on why she why she would go to AEW. Because I think this is just me thinking. <laughs> I think that they wanted Paige back in the ring, and they were going to have her on TV as just a managerial thing. Because like that kind of shot itself in the fucking head the first time she did it. Uh, I think she's close to being cleared. That's though. true, but she's not one hundred percent cleared yet, and so I. Yeah, I mean, as long as she's not wrestling Sasha, she should be fine. <laughs> Listen, it was a freak accident. I've seen the video. Yeah, I know. I'm not <laughs> Blame the turnbuckle. Um, yeah, happened on Long Island too. By the way, it was at the Nassau Coliseum. Nassau Coliseum. I almost went to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do think that she just wants to be in the scene. I think WWE was going to have her as a managerial thing. I mean, when she was a SmackDown like assistant GM or GM or whatever, she had a great job as an on-screen personality. But I think that's still that itch to wrestle. I think WWE wasn't probably going to clear her anytime soon until she got, you know, all the yeah. all the clearing that she needed and testing and all that shit. I mean, WWE needs a page though. They need that well, character. She gets more freedom. Yeah, like, like she, can do twi- she can do Twitch and stuff still with AEW. Well, that part was a that part was a big WWE thing. WWE lessened their stance on it. Well, Triple H lessened the stance on it, so a lot of personalities like AJ and stuff still have brought back their Twitch and shit. And she can yeah. use so she's dating um, Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse. So that's a Falling in Reverse song. That's her. Yeah, music. I thought they were married or got or getting married. They, I guess. I don't know if they're engaged or married, but like, no. they've been well, I'm interested to see what she does. She's a great talent. She's still um, young, technically. Way before her time. She's probably, what, my age? A little, little mm. older, maybe? I thought she was like my age. In New Orleans, when she like won the Divas title, she was like 19. I was not 19. Yeah. What year was that? 
year was that? 23rd? I'm just going to do W.E. Page. She is 30. So, yeah, she's a little older than you. Just, just turned 30 in yeah. August. She's a year younger than me. What a smoke. Good God. Yeah. She's a smoke before the surgery. Dude, her brother's name is Zach Zodiac. Mm-hmm. You never saw the movie mm-hmm. that The Rock produced about her? I loved it. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Where Zelina Vega plays AJ it. Lee. I did see that. That's a little weird. It worked out on camera. I it bet. was a good movie. I liked it a it's, lot. It's a, it's, a good little, it's a good little introduction to wrestling movie for somebody who doesn't understand wrestling. Literally. And Vince, and Vince like Vaughn like, is like a Page WWE coach, which is really funny. She stuck her tongue out a lot. Oh, he was Bill DeMott? <laughs> yeah, but like a respectable version. Not a douchebag? <laughs> so, he also brought back the This Is My House. Yeah, so it's not, her, it's not her house anymore, but it could be her house. Who knows? Maybe she'll be the new pillar <laughs> or something. I, she's I don't know. I don't know what the hell she rides in, but hey, she's back. As long as she's happy, good for her. You know, I see her back in WWE somewhere down the road. Have fun wrestling Britt Baker and no All one else. <laughs> oh. Or I, I think they might, or they could use her to get the TBS title off Jade and have Jade. Go I swear to God, if Jade drops to Soraya, like. Who is Jade going to drop to, though? Who cares? That woman's division is garbage. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Jade needs to leave Ada. Apparently, there's a lot of heat on Britt backstage, too. That's what I'm I heard. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. yeah like, Britt, like Britt Baker is not liked, and she has real heat with Thunder Rosa. And apparently... I don't, know, I don't even know if well, I believe Well, didn't Britt Baker it, win the title back? Like, she unified the titles, essentially, and took it from Tony? Did she? What? I don't know. Did she? I, I skipped what? the women's match. I don't know because the only thing I know, only I thing I know Tony, from Tony retained. Did, did Tony, Tony retained? Retain? I don't know because all yeah. I saw from the women's match was Soraya show. That's the only clip that they've shown. They showed nothing Britt about the women. Got mad. Got Brick got mad, bloody during the match. So after Tony retained, she she went on. She attacked Tony, and then what's her face? Jamie Hader came out to like help Brick. Oh, that's what it was. And. Yeah, and then and then eventually the music hit, and it was really oh I'm sorry um I, at one point Ember uh, Athena came out, and then after a while, random music hit out of nowhere. And then it was re- I thought it was really awkward. It honestly. sounds like like poor her music booking. hit. Yeah, like her music hit, and Sarai came out and started like, and she got in the like, ring and stuck it stuck it stuck her tongue out a yeah, lot. Didn't say this is yeah, her house, you know. Saying, Kept saying it was her house, and, like, she's supposed to speak tonight. It's just so weird. Like, I get Britt Baker's, like, your top female star and overshadowing your your women's champion, Tony Storm, and everything, but usually for something big like that, like a like a Soraya or a formerly known as Paige showing up, wouldn't you want them to show up against the champion? Well, the champion's hurt. <laughs> Thunder Rosa. No, she's no. She's the interim champion. Oh uh, yeah, but so would you want her to show up against the person holding the belt? Well, a she's time? a face though. <sighs> okay, fair, but like, it's still weird to me. Yeah, well, it's... DMD's the bigger star. 
by booking. That's not saying much. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, all right, let's move on from this. Uh, in unannou- in totally unannounced news as well, the Gargados are back. Literally, the Yay. boys and Dixie Candace. Who Yo, looks she's stellar. She better. Yeah. Better than when she left, dude. She's in better shape. I don't know how these women do it. They're athletes. <laughs> they pop out a kid next thing you know. Like, what kid? I mean, look at Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans popped out a kid, and you can't tell the fucking difference. You know, I haven't seen her on TV in a while. So. She's been on, she was on SmackDown against uh, Liv. Oh. Um, but I'm having this. It's really funny. Again, another unannounced segment. It was Nikki A.S.H. was in the ring, and all of a sudden, Candice's music hit. Out of nowhere, and I don't know what what's with the Garganos and debuting in Canada and not telling anybody. What which music was it? It was her um, her old music. It was her old music, yeah. No, oh no, not that one, not that one. No, it's when she went. It was her Poison Pixie music. Hence, why she has the wings. When she went heelless and, and put the wings on, she changed her music in NXT. God, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and I'll 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 find it. You know what this means, Kay Murphy? The the family's back. We need Indy. Where's Indy? (laughs) Not that family, at all. I meant the 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 way the way is back in random. Yeah, that's what I meant. The way that didn't sound like the way at all. But the way is back in a random form. But I like Candace. Showing up, there's a lot of debuts on Raw. There's not really much going on for SmackDown, so I think SmackDown is going to have a bit of an influx. But I'm happy that Candice is back, and we should have known. If... Can I make a future shock? Uh, sure. Um, I'm predicting a future mixed tag feud between Candice and Johnny and Cody and Brandy. Uh, that would have been great until you said Brandy, and like, I don't want that. What other Well, what the hell are you doing? We're... Is this the music? No, turn the music. Turn the music. We'll talk about it later. That's that's the way. <laughs> trying to find it, dude. I'm stuck in my head. Focus, goddammit. Anywho. Um, but I think there's other couples that they can feud with. Uh, you can do Candace and Johnny versus Miz and Maurice. If Miz isn't dead by, by um, Dexter Loomis. Do I do love his Dexter and Miz stuff? It's really funny. Oh, so they were in Edmonton. He dressed up. Uh, Miz had his own uh, security team, and he called them Miz Force. Miz Force. <laughs> and they all got That's taken out. Like halfway through the show, they all got taken out. And Dexter Lumis was hiding. He was dressed up as an Edmonton Oiler in a hockey jersey. Oh my god! And then he choked Miz out and started petting his hair. But no, I'm happy. Poor I'm Miz. happy. Candace is back. It was an unannounced um, return, which I think was great. Really interesting pop. Also, more interesting, she beat Nikki Ash, and this is the first time after a match that Nikki Ash was so upset that she actually took her mask off and like threw it to the ground, which could be a sign of positive things to come. Maybe she's drawing a little bit more sanity. But he's the white rabbit. Yo, what if that would be crazy? What's up? What if Sanity came Alexander Wolf is still yet to be signed, so. Out of all of all the people from Sanity, that's who you bring up? What do you think? Eric Young? <laughs> Eric Young's too busy in Impact. Or Killian Dane? Well, Alexander Wolf would probably go back to Imperium. Wasn't he a forgotten son? No. Alexander Wolf was part of Sanity, then he went to Imperium. Um, and Killian Dane was a part of Sanity. That he... Oh, that's right. Then they kicked him out. Then ki- yeah. I forgot, they kicked him I out because they, they were going to release him. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 
And then Killian Dane was part of Sanity. Then he went on his own, and he had that thing with um, with Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Now, At least both married, of them. He's married to Nikki. He is married to Nikki's as well, too. Which I don't know how that worked, but hey, more power to the motherfucker. She likes him hairy. And yeah, I, I guess. I guess she the Nikki Nikki in like I feel like Nikki the person is interesting as fuck. Guys, I got it. The white rabbit, I got it. What? It's Lars Sullivan. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Triple H is not letting him back. <laughs> you have a better chance of the Velveteen Dream with all of his controversy currently right now than Lars Sullivan. Uh, but moving on, how quick are the honorary Usurps oh, selling? Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. All right, so, so Kay, did you this watch segment this segment? This so amazing. No. All right, so do you want to explain the segment or do you want me to do it, Will? So, like, they all pretty much came out. With one brand new We The One shirts, which look fucking fantastic, by the way. Yeah, they're, uh, they're graphic, too, with the Usos behind him. And the, <laughs> the, 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 the rendering is really cool. Rikishi gave him a nod, too. Rikishi did the Four Brothers, <laughs> which was really funny. Yeah. yeah um, so Roman Century says, Sammy, I never want to see you wearing a Bloodline shirt again. Like, ever. Well, no, so here's Take what happened it. before, Matt. So we did this whole thing. He said that... Um, because I, I, I do want to explain the whole thing. He, he explained why Solo showed up after, like, weeks. He was like, oh, the the elders sent Solo to protect me, essentially. Okay. That's, that's the explanation. And Solo's like, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief, blah, 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 blah. And the segment's about to end, and the entire time, Sam is the only one who's wearing the wrong shirt. By the way, he was wearing the original Bloodline shirt. Yeah. Everybody else is wearing the We The One shirt. So that, that automatically stood out. And then Sammy goes, hold on, hold on. I want to, you know, acknowledge you, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and says all of his shit. And, like, it's clearly wrong time. And then Roman's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you here, Sam? Like, he's totally, like, just <laughs> berating him. And honestly, uh, Will, you're probably the only one that's going to understand this. It reminds me of when you're pledging somebody. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> like right, yeah, a bit, right yeah. when you're about to turn that switch and be like, "Oh no, we're good." We're <laughs> fucking with yeah. you. Milk. Yeah, and, and so, <laughs> and so that's what happened. Jay Jay Uso is all coked out on the side, waiting to just fucking pounce and so fucking. So they hate him, huh? Is no, is it, is it Jimmy? Or I think it's Jimmy who's pissed. No, it's Jay. It's Jay? Because yeah, main event Jay Uso, he's the one that's... And then Jimmy's the one that came That's back right. right, right, right. Jimmy's like, oh, we're partying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, like, we're cool. Jimmy's like, Jimmy's like, Sammy, you drive. <laughs> hey, Uso, you drive, Uso. <laughs> yeah, so Roman's like, in fact, he says, I don't never want to see you in a shirt again. And then Jay Uso pounces and literally... They rip it off. Forcibly yeah, rip, it off. rip the shirt off Sammy. It was pretty good. <laughs> and like... Is a you get this one? Yeah, he's like, we got you, you got you your brand new shirt, and it says honorary ooze, and it's already sold on the shop, and I'm surprised it hasn't sold out yeah. yet. <laughs> but it, it and then, dude, it's the hug. You know, he when it, like yeah. he dabs up Solo, he dabs up J- Jimmy, Jay to kind of like look at each other, <laughs> then he hugs Roman. The hug of Roman, it's like, all right. <laughs> I can argue right now that Sami Zayn might be the most entertaining wrestling character at the moment. Oh yeah, he's great. And you know what it was before before he got the new shirt because this totally came out of nowhere. 
this had the stench of like the like a humiliation segment, like a bark like a dog segment. Yeah, like it had it it, it had that sounds like oh where is this going? Like I was like this is about to be real bad, isn't it? Kiss my ass, yeah. Um, and then they they turned it around with the shirt, and I was like wow what a swerve. Roman might be a future actor. Oh apparently there's only there's only small and three XL left for the honorary U shirts on WWE shop. Makes sense. Yeah, it's probably the hottest selling shirt right now. Everybody wants to be an honorary Oos. Same was also the only one not wearing red shoes either, which is also interesting. But yeah, honorary Oos. I I can't believe it. Kay, are you yawning or are you surprised? I'm okay, fair Sorry. enough. Fair enough. And I will say this, Will. I might be turning the page on Liv Morgan. <laughs> Oh yeah, I might. I saw her performance because you know she's facing Ronda at Extreme Rules in the only Extreme Rules match on the card, um, which is fine. Which is fine. No which problem. Is no perfectly... problem. They can main event. Yeah. Main event. Fine. Which is perfectly fine. No problem. Um, she did a flying senton from the top rope onto a table on the floor level on Lacey Evans. I was like, wow, that's fucking nuts. And she looked like she belonged in an Extreme Rules match. Like you know, like you know how some some wrestlers like they can't really do one on ones. Like they don't shine on one on one matches. They shine on other gimmicky shit. Mm-hmm. I think Liv is that type of wrestler. I mean, I don't want her to be bad. I don't want her to be bad either. Yeah, it's we'll we'll see. Liv Morgan is still very like. What do you, I don't see what people see in her still. I don't either. I think it's, I think I'm the problem. <laughs> Kate, Kate, do you see something in Liv Morgan? I like, like her as a person, but like I don't believe her as like a long term champion. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like Liv Morgan would be like the girl in the sorority was sorority I really like, but she's just the one person that's like, fuck, Liv's coming. <laughs> Liv's coming to the mixer. Nah, Damn nah, it. she'd definitely <laughs> fit into a good she'd definitely fit into a sorority. I can. S- she would. I'm not saying she wouldn't. She could definitely fit in a sorority, a submission sorority at that. But uh, and, and she'd be like this, the annoying one. It's like, oh, that lives here. I don't see her as the annoying one. Maybe because I watch too much Up, Up, Down, annoying. Down. What's up? Maybe. Yeah. Because like I see her, what her actual like dumbass character, like dumbass character personality is, and I'm like, wow, you're just you're just a, you're just a goofball. So, but that doesn't that doesn't translate when she wrestles. It makes she looks weak when she wrestles. But in Extreme Rules match, she looked fantastic. Probably because she hit that fucking flying sent onto the table perfectly on Lacey Evans. I still think Ronda's taking that belt. Oh, I think so too as well. Like if Liv wins, it's a huge statement win. Um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Moving along to this, so it is official. We're going to get Drew versus Carrion in a strap match at Extreme Rules. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I know that's how you feel about strap Love matches, it. but I, I like it. Honestly, I'm about I'm about this one. As long as there's no turnbuckles, I'm about it. What do you mean? As long as there's no turnbuckles, you mean? You know, like, like are you talking uh, about a four corners match? match? No, no, no. Like a strap match typically is you gotta touch all four. No, corners. No, that's a four corners match. No, no, no. That's a strap no, that match. Is a like, Savio four Vegas corners match. Every time. A four I, corners I, match is when you have to touch all four corners and you're strapped together. Same thing as like a bull rope. Uh, was it, like a bull rope match or something like that. Bull rope match. Yeah. No, the I'm pretty sure. Strap matches. You, you're just tied together by a strap. That's what I hope it yeah. is. But I'm pretty sure most of them, 
have been the turnbuckle thing. Taquan, you can correct me on it's, that. Those are called strap matches. He says those are called strap matches too. I, I yeah. differentiate strap matches and four corners. Like I understand that they both have straps in them, but what differentiates is that there's four corners. Like, you have to touch all four corners. I just, I've never heard it called a four corners match. They had four corners matches before in uh, WWE. They've had them multiple times. Some four corners matches they did where you had to like, Every time they touch the corner, a different light would show up. Like, a green light would be for one wrestler, and a red light would be yeah. for another wrestler. That's a four corners for me. Yeah, and they're, and they're still attached by a strap, chain, rope, or what Correct, have you. Correct, yes. Right, but I'm pretty sure it's called those strap matches. I've heard them called four corners. We have to look back at it, but I've... Well, either, either, either way, I hope it's not touching the corners. That's the one thing I just don't like with these matches. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's just like... I, I get it, because it's just like, you know, they're, they're attached, and you gotta... Tug of War, it's, it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. But I think the match, I don't think it needs that kind of stipulation. The strap itself is like, that fucker hurts. Yeah, it does. And it still leaves you when we got a kendo stick or a chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. It still leaves room for creativity. I think the four corners kind of stunts creativity. It kind of hinders it. It hinders the gender, if you will. It does hinder the gender. Mm-hmm. I, we should make that a thing, hindering the gender. It does hinder the gender. I like it. Kay, what are your thoughts on strap matches? They're fine. They're not my favorite, but I don't hate them. Yeah, so it's a lot of gimmicky shit going on. Next. I'm glad it's on the card. I'm glad it's on the card. It's going to be a physical match, which is great. So yeah. I'm glad Extreme Rules has stipulations. And you again. know what it's going? You know what it's going to do? It's going to hide the weaknesses of Cross. He was never known as a bad worker, though. Was he? he I don't remember. Did I hate his he work? Wasn't, I think I hated his work. I think his, I, no, no, it was his matches were always boring. Very bland yeah, they were bland. His matches were he's pretty a, boring. He's a, he's you're a, right. Not that he's a bad. He's a boring worker. I haven't seen him wrestle in a while. <laughs> him and Keith Lee were. Him and Keith Lee, I think, were. Good. They were boring. The first time they <laughs> were boring. Remember. The second time they were better. Yeah. Okay. Um. But moving along from that, so we got a strap match, and we have Judgment Day kind of being relevant again. And you... Dude, they're very relevant. <laughs> they're, I was like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> what happened? Well, I quit, baby. Well, here's what's going to happen. So Finn has been courting AJ Styles to join mm-hmm. Judgment Day. And AJ Styles literally gave Finn about not no he did not do that we'll cut it out he literally, he literally it's a sex tape we'd yeah, all watch right. you know it he would watch that a million times over oh fuck yeah I would. I, I'd peek <laughs> so uh, Finn Balor literally no AJ literally gave Finn the finger on live TV at the end of Raw because on the 10 o'clock hour and so uh, Judgment Day attacked him after AJ had a match with Sami Zayn and as you see in this picture here, Kay, they're about to step on his neck, and Finn stopped himself from doing so. And he's like, I'm your friend, AJ. I would never do that. Finn is getting tons better at being the leader of Judgment Day. AJ, that's he's good. Getting, his, his personality is now coming out a lot more. I think I noticed that, I noticed that two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, his promo was better. Because at first it was kind of like, Oh, like you, I, you can do better than this. And now it's like, oh, okay, he's coming around. And honestly, I think Dom helps. Um, because mm. you know what? They weren't looked very strong before Dom joined. Like they were losing all the time. Correct. Yeah. And now they have Dom, and they're winning, and they're actually taken seriously. It's like, okay, it, wins and losses sometimes do matter. Yeah, and also you, you, I know you came missing. You probably will miss it too. So uh, Seth had a match against Rey Mysterio to kick off Raw. Mm-hmm. 
and Dominic was uh, was uh, at ringside. I mean, they were booing Rey Mysterio. Who boos Rey Mysterio? So they did. They did a callback and a little bit of a deep cut. Seth looked at Dominic and he gave him a fist bump. Really? Yeah. That's that's pretty. Because he funny. was like, "You get it now." <laughs> <laughs> So Judgment Day is relevant. As soon as they are trying to beat up AJ Styles, good old Edge has <laughs> has made his fourth return this year. Apparently, <laughs> come back. What do you, wait, what do you mean? Edge came back to save the day. Came back from what? Nothing, but he's back. He got he got beat up a few weeks. Yeah, he ago. got beat up a few weeks ago. That doesn't mean it's a return. It's a return for Edge. Um... <laughs> It's a run-in. It's a run-in. Yeah, run-in return. They, they, they both have R's in them. Um, so... He's just going to work. Okay. It's, it's a run-turn. It's a run-turn. <laughs> it's a run-turn. I like that. They probably call that, probably call it back. Ed's going to do a run-turn this week? Oh, well, it's been a while. Um, That's why he's the rated R super. There you go. The, the king of run-turns. The R has so many meanings. <laughs> <laughs> the rated return superstar. <laughs> the rated run-in superstar. And he fucked the leader superstar. Yeah, he did. Um, that's not an R, though. That's just, it's just, just, just fact. Anywho, he challenges the leader of Judgment Day Edge, Finn Balor, to a match at Extreme Rules. But not only any match, an I Quit match at Extreme Rules. Edge Yes. So that leads me to my future shock or our future shock segment this week about how extreme is Extreme Rules about the because right now on the card for Extreme Rules, we have an Extreme Rules match for SmackDown Women's Championship. We have a ladder match, Bianca versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. We have a strap match. We have a fight pit match, and we now what? have an we have Oh, the Matt. fight pit's going to be fucking awesome. Who's in the fight pit? Seth, Who do you think? Seth and Riddle. Seth and Riddle. Oh, my God. Seth and Riddle in the fight pit, and now you have an I quit match. There is literally no regular match on this card. It is like if I was booking this pay-per-view on, like, on like WWE 2K. GM mode. No, there's not even that many features in GM mode yet. It needs to expand. Listen to me, WWE 2K. Um, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad I stopped playing that game. It's a fun game. It's like being in universe. It was like if I was doing something in universe mode. Well, once once I, I just, get once I upgrade my graphics card for Christmas, I'm gonna start playing again. Yeah, it's a fun time. Um, so here's my next question: What other gimmicky matches are we gonna see at Extreme Rules? There are so many gimmick matches on this card. I don't know how long this shit's gonna take. I also am considering going to Philly for a fucking weekend for this shit. When is it? Uh, next. Our go home shows next week. Wait, am I, in, am I here next weekend? I'm going to be in Salem next weekend. Looking at witches and shit? Yeah. Yeah, our go-home show is next week. So we're going to do the go-home to Extreme Rules. So it's net at the 8th. It's the 8th? Mm-hmm. The 9th? The 9th. Columbus Day? Because Raw's going to be at uh, Barclays the next night. Oh, shit. Ricky, you want to take a road trip? It's going to be rough, dude, because that's also the weekend of Comic-Con. I haven't bought my Comic-Con tickets yet, but I'm still considering... But I'm also still considering road tripping to Philly. 
Yeah, man. I mean, it's going to be a really good honestly, show. Honestly, Will, the sweet tickets aren't that expensive. Remember we sat in sweet oh. <laughs> I, I do, but driving home that Sunday night, well, do I have Monday off? No, I don't. don't I'm working Columbus Monday. Day. Ooh. I'm working Columbus Day. It's not that bad of a drive. Let me check. Let me check right. Let me check right <laughs> now. Google Maps. It's gonna. This is the decision. If I wasn't gonna be in Salem, I would go to Philly. We've, oh my god, it's under. It's under two hours. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not Fuck. that bad of a drive <laughs> for you. Like if you can get me to like, like if I can get to Hoboken, which is not that hard for me. <laughs> then I would just drop you at the path at like one in the morning. Exactly. It'd be like have fun. And then, yeah, and I just wake up for work the next. Honestly, dude. <laughs> You guys should go. Keep me posted. Keep me posted. They've updated. Apparently, they updated the suite level at uh, at Wells Fargo Center. I was looking the other day. Uh, uh, October. It is October eighth. Yeah. I wanna. I'm not sure yet because I'm still annoyed at the production. Oh wait, October eighth. That's a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, it's a Saturday. The show is on Saturday. Yes, yes, it is on Saturday because their oh. stuff is on Saturday. I don't care. I don't work on. I don't work till Monday. Well, 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 then. Well, we will oh. look up times and tickets and all that. Dude, stuff. we could totally just go Saturday afternoon. Go Saturday afternoon and say fuck it. <laughs> Get a cheesesteak <laughs> and just drive back that night. I can sleep all day. Dude. <laughs> we should go. Let's check how much tickets we'll, are. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll actually... check on the poster. We'll check on the poster. Well, let's go to this. Let's go to this future shot. What other Extremos matches or whatever gimmicky matches is apparently going to be the gimmick of all gimmick pay-per-views or premium live events? Whatever gimmicky Firefly shit. Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs> Featuring the Fiend. <laughs> fiend versus the um, White Rabbit. What else needs to be put on the card? Maybe this is the full card. That's a pretty stacked card. What, six it's matches? It's a long card. You gotta, remember, you have to prepare for all of these gimmicks. Like, the fight pit's going to take a long time to put together. I'm yeah. also probably... Fill the time with like segments and or just playing White Rabbit. Um, <laughs> I think Rhea sex I, dungeon. Great you know, I, honestly, I don't think there are any more, especially since next week's like, this is an AEW man. A go home is the match is already set. Um, I think the question should be who bleeds, if anyone, huh? I don't know. Seth. Like, I would, I, I don't, I try not to play today that WWE doesn't need blood. You don't. To which, I do agree. It doesn't need blood, but you could do the fake blood, which I do like. I like the, I like the fake blood because it works mm-hmm. and it has the effect. You mean the, uh, and no one's actually. Are you hurt. talking about the uh, the packets? Yeah. The blood, the blood, blood packets or whatever. Capsules. Capsules. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever they do, like some someone in WWE's fake blood, it still looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, who should get blood? If anybody, maybe it's got to be Edge. Matt Riddle or Liv Morgan? If Liv and Rhonda main events, Liv needs to get the blood because I will be. If Liv gets blood and ends up beating Rhonda in like a in like a feat of fury, I think that is Liv's moment. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I think Liv would probably benefit the most from getting blood on her in her match. WWE doesn't need blood, but it helps. I think it helps, <laughs> it, it helps. live. I mean, Becky, Becky got it when she was unconscious. That was just by pure luck and a right hand from Nia Jax. Yeah, um, Nia did her favor. You know? um, it helped Stone Cold. It's the moment he became a, almost pretty much a made man. 
They weren't they weren't supposed to get blood. Vince gave the kibosh on the blood too. Yeah, it was it was a bluff, right? Yeah. Or was it they, they they Vin no, they were not told they were told no blood and they did it anyway. Oh, so they just ignored him. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Nick, yeah, uh, I think Stone Cold was like, Oh well goddamn kid, it's good to be the hard way. Undeniable. Your Stone Cold's getting it's, better. I'm not gonna say anything. Your Stone Cold's getting <laughs> better. You need to be a little bit more deeper, but your Stone Cold's getting better. Uh, well goddamn kid. <laughs> Paul Heyman does a great Stone Cold. I mean, what other gimmicks could you even have? Like, if you're doing a fight pitch, you're not doing Cage or Hell in a Cell. No. No, you don't yeah. need it. You only ever... Oh, you only got the ladder match. The only ever thing you I see is... match, a... Extreme Rules match, I Quit match. Do you think it could be a first, TLC, a first blood match? TLC, First Blood, or... Um, you can do a chairs match. Oi, oi, no. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, hey, the last time I did a chairs match, it was actually entertaining. Yeah. You could do, you know what you could do? You could do a tornado tag. Um, the Uso, the tag right, belts. the Usos are not on this card just yet. Yeah, you do a tornado tag. You need some kind of stip, though. The um, Usos aren't in there. Imperium's not on this card yet. The Brawling Brews, like the tag team division isn't on there yet. Which, I mean, they... Well, you know what? I guess, you know what? You, know, you could just... That could be a stipulation. There's tornado tag. There's just no tags. There's four people with chaos. A no DQ tornado tag match or something like that. Okay. Singapore Kane tornado tag match, but this means whatever. Or tables tables match. Tables tag match. Tables match. Table match is similar because you can't do, like... If you're going to do a ladder match, it's already implied tables, ladders, and chairs, technically. Yeah. yeah. Um... You would do a tag team tables match. I think that would there work. There you go. Triple T, tag team tables. Yeah. I like that. That works. Falls count anywhere, Tornado Tag. Great, great, great idea, Fretz. I've never seen that before. That would be really cool, but you, you got to pin both of them or just one of them? You just need one, so you need multiple refs. Okay. That would work. You know, I think. That'd be really yeah, cool. Falls count, like. And you literally have two separate fights going on, like one in the ring and maybe one like there somewhere in the crowd or something like that. A tornado lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be great. A tornado lumberjack. Be so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, I mean, tables matches are so like kind of shitty, but I love them because it's. Tables, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're tables. Who doesn't like tables? I, I still want to get put through a table. I want, you know, you know what make tables matches better before we start, before we go into the post show and stuff? And we do Star Wars trivia, by the way. Um, Ooh. I wish that the announcers' tables counted as tables and tables matches. Don't they? They do not always now. Mm, lame. You know, like if you ask. You know what they should do? They should do this. It would be so fucked up, but they should do a Spanish announce tables match. I was just going to say that. I was just going to make that joke. They do a Spanish announce tables match. And the whole match is broadcast in Spanish until the table is broken. And it's, and it's for that one night, Imperium is called Imperialism. That's the finishing move, Imperialism. <laughs> Honestly, that, if I would have had to money to produce like a skin i would do a spanish announce tables match put it on tiktok we'd have so many views a spanish <laughs> announce tables, tables match, match. <laughs> listen man those guys have taken so much shit you might as well highlight them for once in their life yeah i love the spanish announce tables like if i had a chance to meet 
the Spanish announce table people because the announcers have never changed in years. Yeah, you got you got you got to put Hector Guerrero through a table. <laughs> I want to take That's a I want to take a picture of them in front of a demolished table. Like I really hope they have that big of a sense of humor. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> They're also really athletic. You ever see those? Guys? They just hop over barricades like it's nothing these days. <sighs> You have to. You gotta get out of the way. <laughs> That's right. Take a fan, it happens. That's very true. Uh, so that being said, I think we, we've done it all. We're going to talk a lot more about Extreme Rules next week and probably even more White Rabbit clues. But anybody else? Any other last words? Kay Murphy. Are you thinking about food? No, honestly, my throat's like fucking killing me. I feel like. Uh, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got a party. Okay. So, Ricky, I'm going to go to the outro music. I'm going to go to the You got a party. We got a party. We, we do all the stuff in the whole show. And KS order food, too. Popeyes, baby. No. That's probably. Talk about Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 310, the Honorary Oos. I am your head Oos, or the Oos, or the King, or the head of the table of this table, Kings of the Rings Podcast. They call me King Ricky Rose. Find me in Bachelor Vegas across all social media Alex B-I-G-Z, and Bachelor Vegas. Find Kings of the Rings Podcast at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Leave us five star reviews. Hit that notification button as well. We can be found everywhere on social media Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff. The links to all of our stuff are in the description below. And if you're listening to us, please make sure you're listening to us wherever you listen to all of your podcasts by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast, and follow Wrestle Addict Radio socials at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on all of the social media. The links to all of that stuff are in the description below, including the links to some of the bomb music you've been hearing in the background, produced by our friends at Midnight Music. Follow them on all of our socials, again, are in the description below. When we come back next week, Extreme Rules. It can be more gimmicky than it is right now, but I could be fooled, Will. It's always possible, dude. WWE will never cease to cease to amaze me. It is. It always happens. But if you want to be amazed, go to my other podcast, Talking with Tarashuk, baby. T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. The replay is up right now uh, with the episode with Ricky. The other day we were live this past Monday. It was, a lot of, it was a lot of fun. We talked for an hour and a half. We were talking about uh, being woke, the male, and uh, what we named our cars. So, yeah, that's right. We did. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the replay... Uh, will also be reposted to YouTube next Wednesday with the audio actually in sync. Ricky, for some reason your audio was out of sync, um, but that was that was on our end. So sorry, for like a half second. K Murphy, what are you going to order? Is it Burger King? Um, I am not ordering food. Lies, I'm not hungry. Can you order me food? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hungry. Like, oh, mind. I just don't feel great at all. Oh. Um, but. I do have something fun to announce. Um, I opened my own Teespring shop to put all of my designs on. So give us a follow on Instagram. My shop is called Euphoric Future Designs at Euphoric Future Designs on Instagram. The link we have T-shirts, we have sweatshirts, fanny packs, tote bags, stickers, and you can find the link in the bio. And you can find me across all social media platforms at Murphy. That's right. Thank you, K. Murphy. So when we come back, folks, next week, it's going to be all extreme all the time where we talk about extreme rules, whatever gimmicks might have been added, and if Will and I actually pulled the trigger on going to Philadelphia next weekend. So until then, folks, goodbye, good night, stay extreme, and...
Slack. We'll see you next week, folks.